They say I'm disturbed. From city to city, an incredible hysterical panic spread. I think we're getting into a weird area here. Will you tell these fools I'm not crazy? I'm not crazy. hysteria. You can't handle the truth. Truth. This is Hysteria 51. The truth is out there. It's alive. But you won't find it here. They're coming for you. Look, there comes one of them now. Welcome in, Hysteria Nation, to a very Irish episode of Hysteria 51. They're always after me, lucky charms. Damn it, conspiracy bots. Stop it. Before we started, I said we're not going down the whole cliche route this week. Correct. You said that. I didn't. This is just another example why no one likes you. I think my fan mail would beg to differ, Mr. Pretend John. (sighs) Say that to me again, but add even the slightest bit of inflection to your voice, and I'll take it all back. Die in a fire with kittens. (laughs) Yeah, I thought so. So, we are broadcasting from the lower fourth dimension, also known as Chicago, with a stayover in Colorado. I'm David Flora, he's Brent Hand. Yo! Kyle's off visiting Goforth, and the other robot you heard from is an idiot. Calm down, pretend Irishman. Why I ought to, I'll clobber ya. You let me get my shillelagh. Pretend must have been on his word of the day calendar this morning. How, how is he a pretend Irishman? He is white and violent. <sighs> dude, dude, what did I tell you? Corner now. Fine. I wanted a bot booze break anyway. Despite his ignorance, we are talking Ireland this week. Specifically... The uh, Leap or Lep Castle, I don't know. Uh, they say it all different ways. Uh, yeah, but it's spelled Leap, so come on now. I know they got their own dialect. <laughs> they got their own language. What's it called? Irish. They say stuff like shite and arse. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. They do. I don't know if it's baked into the language, but that's uh, what they say. Oh, it sure is, they tell me, because Lisa and I go to our local Irish bars, our local watering hole, and like 75% of the clientele are Irish. And mm. um, yeah. You learn all sorts of new new curse words. It's a lot of fun. Anyway, uh, so Lep Castle. It's pronounced Leap, you ass hats. Is a reported haunted castle in Ireland. My question to you, David, are there non-haunted castles? Because they sure don't. Uh, I've never heard of one. That's for me. And my childhood with Scooby-Doo cartoons likes to beg to differ. Well, it's kind of in the realm of quicksand. Like, is it as big a problem as they make it out to be when you're a child? Probably not. I tell you that moat <laughs> and secret passageways and tapestries as far as the eye can see. <laughs> Lots of art. Lots yeah. of art appreciation. Yeah. Man, did you notice the eyes were moving by any chance? That's <laughs> <laughs> a feature, not a bug. <laughs> uh, so Lep Castle, moving on to it. Uh, it's the world's most haunted castle. According to three or four different websites, including their own website. So it is a fact. <laughs> that is one. I'm putting that in stone right now. And uh, I think I think you're legally obligated. If you own or administer the castle, <laughs> you're you're obligated to say that. Yeah. No. Any castle. Yeah. Except for here when your castle is over 40 years old. Whoa. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Like, there's one in Kentucky yeah. uh, just outside of Lexington. And by the airport there, the in, in they just call it the Kentucky Castle. There's a lot of there's a lot of like someone was like William Shatner owned it at one time. I don't know. I that might be true. Uh it also might just be something that us school kids just kind of made up. Rocket. Um 
Man. But yeah, it's it's 40, 50 years. I think it was built in the 70s. So, yeah. Right. And I'm sure it's haunted to, to hell and back. Well, it was, it was made in the 70s. So there's shag carpet all over the walls and ceiling. So it's caught a lot of things in there. I don't know if it's ghosts, but a lot of things are in there. Um, haunted by the color orange uh, in decor. <laughs> Corduroy. Yes, sir. Anyway, uh, so Lep Castle is famous for having a incredibly turbulent and bloody history. Girl, same. And it used, it's been used as many things over the years from a fortress to a home and even, even a tomb. Don't forget tourist trap. Timeouts, David, just aren't what they used to be. I don't think. I, I'm tired of the lip. I don't know. <laughs> well, he doesn't technically have lips, so. <laughs> Tourists uh, do come because, as we mentioned, Lep Castle is said to be home to many fascinating and sometimes horrific spirits. Lots and lots of stories of those. When was it built? You didn't ask. That's mm. up for debate. Uh, but <laughs> since then, Lep Castle has been the center of uh, I think the the technical term is a shit ton of bloodshed. I'm sorry, you're right. T o n n e. Yeah. Thank you for correcting me. A shit ton tone <laughs> of bloodshed <laughs> and atrocities. Okay, I'll, I'll keep you. I'll keep you in the saddle here. Don't I worry. tell you, man. I I'm I'm grateful to have you, <laughs> David. What is it about castles? You're talking about you got that one in Kentucky. There's not so many in America, but we do have some. Um, more forts and things like that. But then you go to Europe and what is cool about them or what is it that captures the imagination? Do you think? Boy, that's, it's a great question. I, I think for Americans and American kids, a lot of fantasy and fairy tales and things like that are all centered around or including castles. Yeah. And so, you know, to us, they're these magical um, things, these fantastical structures. We don't, get a lot of them here. So it's extra um, interesting to us, I think, because they're just different buildings and there's a lot of stuff that is um, a lot of mysticism surrounding them in our imaginations for Europe. I don't know. It could, they, I think they're just like, they're, they're like garages over here. You know, <laughs> you can keep a car in one who cares. Yeah. Yeah. It's just uh, family homes and things like that. It's, it's a different, different, Different world, uh, so yeah. to speak. But yeah, I think a lot of that, well, I mentioned the whole Scooby-Doo thing. Like that's kind <laughs> of the mentality we had where they were all just like these bigger than life, which some of them aren't that big, um, but uh, they just take on a life of their own. Let's let's go to break real quick. And when we come back, we're going to get to haunting and the crazy, crazy history of Lep Castle. That's up next on Hysteria 51. Hey David, what's Irish and can stay out all night? Patio furniture. <laughs> Nation, what difficulties did you have with learning a new language in school or whenever you did it? Did you do it through textbooks or did you try to use some weird online thing? I know I took two years in high school and two years in college and I knew nothing. And that's because I wasn't using something like what we have been blessed to have as a longtime sponsor, and we use it, Rosetta Stone. They're the most trusted language learning program, and it's available on desktop or as an app. And the reason why I enjoy doing it, it immerses you in the language you want to learn instead of just being silly drills and a class you can sleep through. <laughs> 
I definitely use it. I, I think it's really cool how they have the speech recognition program on there. It gives you the feedback on the pronunciation. Are you making fun stuff. of me because I can never do that? That's what you're getting at right now. That's <laughs> what it, it's like. What are you trying to do? Do it right. <laughs> uh, but it is really cool. They've got all kinds of lessons. You can do it uh, offline. You don't even have to be online for it. That is great because it's right there in your pocket or at your home and you can do it. You got 15 minutes. Let's go to town. Let's do it. You know, and mm-hmm. it's amazing value. Lifetime membership has all 25 languages available for any trips. You need language in life. You need to brush up on stuff. Maybe you just met a girl or a guy or a non-binary and they're from uh, somewhere else. Someone, you know, who knows? Well, if they're in the one of the 25 rows, that's going to work for you. And <laughs> you get lifetime access to all of that. And there is a 50% offer. So it is a steal. So don't put off learning language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, Hysteria 51 listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for that 50% off that I just told you about. Visit rosettastone.com slash today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash today. A today. Oh. Hey, Seabot, what's Irish and something you can't trust? Up to no good. What the fuck? I don't. I don't like either of you. <laughs> oh, the, the audio cut out for a second. I thought I'd no. I was in the show. No, I was. I was. Brent just rage quit. I was just like, fuck it. Fuck. I'll do it myself. <laughs> David, tell us. Tell us about the castle. All right, Dateline. We don't fucking know. Yeah. The date of construction is hotly debated with estimates anywhere between 1250 and 1470. That's a big range. That yeah, I mean that's a that's a country range. That's that's yeah. an independent country right. That's mm-hmm. that's 1776 to 1996. Yeah. 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 1976. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, they they did add 20 years in there, so I got it right the Back first time. in the 1900s. <laughs> I literally, Brent, I said that, and then I just sat here and stared like everything kind of shut down. It was like, wait a minute, something's wrong. Did I take That's my That's not 200 years. Did I take my <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, who made it? I don't know. Yeah, we're not sure. We aren't sure. This is fun. Right? All right, shut up. <laughs> this The debate continues as to whether the O'Bannon or O'Carroll clan built it. Yeah. Of course, there are multiple legends as to how it got its name. Most pointing to Lame O'Bannon, uh, which is Lep of, uh, Lep of O'Bannon. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they really named things correctly back then. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, I mean, it, what's fun about this, and I love the Irish language, uh, is that O'Bannon is U-I space B-H-A-N-A-I-N. <laughs> I can't even say the letters E-I-E-I-O. right. E-I-E-I-O. <laughs> yeah, I love it. But one legend goes that two O'Bannon brothers who came to the rock where the castle is built upon, they decided that whichever of them survived after leaping to the ground below should build a castle. That is a hell of a Rochambeau or whatever. (laughs) Right. Odd or even, nah, leap to the death. What if they both died? What if they both survived? I have so many questions. That just sounds like someone pushed their brother and went, well, that's how we did it. <laughs> Hello. Yeah. Which really goes along I, with this story once you're going to find out. And you just blew the lid off this thing. Look at this uh, rock. We need to put a castle on it. When? 
sometime in the next 220 years. <laughs> but of course, you know, one of the two was killed by the jump. Yeah. yeah. Allegedly. Um, was it the first one? <laughs> right. <laughs> the second one's like, hey, winter, winter, chicken dinner. Mm-hmm. Castle goes there. Uh, he's already like two feet into the ground, so we don't have much burying to do. Please, I'm um, badly hurt, but I'm not quite dead yet. <laughs> All said in an Irish accent. <laughs> Uh, another legend says that the O'Carrolls, who took the land from the O'Bannons and demanded tribute, mm-hmm. offered to excuse the O'Bannons from said tribute if a champion from the O'Bannons could jump from one large rock to another nearby. That is some crazy leaping stories. Just like everything has to do with jumping from rock to rock I, or down to the ground. I, it It is, which makes me kind of uh, question it especially if we don't pronounce it leap if yeah. it's pronounced lep or maybe maybe they say they did lep yeah. <laughs> you know they they leapt from the rock mm-hmm. they didn't leaped i don't know anyways <laughs> i don't want to digress too much um <laughs> i i also love that it's like hey how do we uh how do we make some deals uh with each other here in old ireland yeah I, I don't know. Just jump jump across rocks. Yeah. Hey, can, hey you can guys want to get out of paying us? Yeah. <laughs> what do you see if you can jump that? There's literally zero chance anyone could survive. I, <laughs> but we'll take a we'll take a stab at it. Sin Jerry. <laughs> he's a, I love. Yeah. He's love our that least loved cousin. <laughs> <laughs> everybody in old Ireland is like fucking Huck Finn or something. Yeah. Like, right. They're all that age, and that's how they make deals and get other people they're like like one of them's like hey do you want to get uh do you want to get married to my daughter well you're gonna have to paint this white fence for me <laughs> i'm gonna throw a funeral for myself and oh. hide up in the church rafters and watch everybody cry and cry oh what fun anyway oh hucko finn spoiler though the champion tried failed and died on the jagged uh ground below oh the ragged <laughs> Right. The, the, ra- the ragged rascal rag. died on the rugged rocks mm-hmm. below. Man. So, yeah, lots of jumping yep. and then going back and, oh, lots of jumping going on back then. <laughs> yeah. What else did they have to do? Yeah. They didn't have Father Ted to watch. <laughs> no shit, right? Have you seen Father Ted, by Murder the way? she wrote. No, I, I'm unfortunate. God, it's so good. I love that show. Really? I've heard, oh, Father Ted, I've heard so a lot of people love it, but- uh, it's just it just not hasn't came across me or I haven't came across it yet at the time to watch it. We gave the um I'm just we gave the, the box we gave the box set to Annie's very Catholic parents. Yeah. And they returned it to us. Uh, uh thank you, but uh we think we know who gave this to us. Who was it? Who could it possibly be? Was it oh I don't know. Say it. <laughs> And now Anyways. you're not invited to Christmas dinners anymore. <laughs> uh, Annie, the O'Carrolls. Him. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, anyway. anyway the, the O'Carrolls are said to have mixed the champion's blood into the mortar for the foundations as an act of defiance. An act that, wait for it, ultimately, ultimately cursed them. Oh, 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 man. 
The store's firing on all cylinders. I love it. I mean, blood makes pretty good composite, right? Like I tell you. Uh, that epoxy is <laughs> to die for. <laughs> there, yeah. We're running low on water. Fetch a pail. No time. Cut open one of your brothers. <laughs> yeah. or a, no, cut open Shink. that dead body. I forgot he leapt to his death. We got that. We'll just mix that in. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, Tell us about the O'Carroll clan. Yeah, so the O'Carroll clan is there, but uh, in 1532, Mulrooney O'Carroll died. He was the uh, the head of the, the family, and the spot for leadership was in dispute. He had three eligible sons in line, <laughs> as they do. Uh, all, all of them capable jumpers. <laughs> <laughs> One of them was, they said, feeble-minded. Another, a priest- and the third, a hot-headed fighter named One-Eyed Tig. How do you say that? Yeah, Tig. Yeah, yeah, T E I G E. It's the eye of the tie. It's the thrill of the fight. <laughs> it's uh It sounds like every coming-of-age story set in the eighties or nineties in Boston. Well, I have three sons. One's feeble-minded. One's a priest, <laughs> and the one's hot-headed. Except he's yeah, a cop but- in those. <laughs> A pissed off boxer named Toy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyone want to guess which one of them uh, made the play for the head of the family? Was it the feeble-minded one, the uh, the priest, or <laughs> the hot-headed fighter? Hmm. Well, hmm, yeah, taking it upon himself to end the leadership dispute, the old fighter man did the sensible thing. He busted into the castle's chapel during a mass his brother was leading, the priest, and drove his sword between the priest's shoulders, his own brother, claiming leadership then and there. I hope he yelled dibs as he plunged the sword in. That just feels like that would probably have been something that they had. That's an that's an Irish I, word, right? Dibs? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think that they... Uh it's in it's in the law there as long as you shout it during the act shout it, it, out it consecrates loud. it <laughs> also forever shotgun <laughs> uh so that's a pretty Your gnarly boxes. yeah uh, uh, that's a pretty gnarly act so the room was uh from then on called the bloody chapel so, I love it. Yeah. Paging R.R. Martin. Doesn't that fucking feel like it? Like, it, it gets even more Game of Thrones-esque, though. So, Ty proceeded to invite a rival clan to dinner for, quote, unquote, peace talks. Problem was, his version of peace dinner came with, wait for it, free poisoning. Hell says he. I wanted to know he was me. <laughs> Right, like George R. R. Martin for sure. That just feels like. Remember, did you watch? Did you watch Game of Thrones or read it? Uh, do you do you remember who you're talking to? Oh, that's right. <laughs> what am I um, have you seen my back tattoo? I, I wore a sword during my wedding. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, the whole the uh, the the I don't even know what to say to that. That is way more cool than most things I've done in my life. Um, I've taken a gun to three other people's weddings, but I've never wore a sword sword of my own. Uh, the whole clan was wiped out in Lep Castle. Like that is just a one swift move. Yeah. That, that is very red wedding-y. Yeah. Yeah. Just feel, you wonder if that's where the idea came from. Don't you? Oh, could be. 
You never know. I mean, that just feels so on the nose. Uh, Ty's reign lasted almost 20 years before he was overthrown, and then a series of bloody political events took place, as they do. I mean, what the fuck was just before that? Like, a series of bloody political events. You telling me that stabbing your brother priest (laughs) and then poisoning a whole clan weren't bloody political events already? Those are shenanigans. Those are just shenanigans. We're just getting up to a bit of fun. (laughs) Uh, what's a stabbing between brothers? <laughs> I'm sorry. Ooh, what's a stabbing between brothers? Uh, you know. Oh, some, you must be from Cork. Uh, sometimes you don't give me the, uh, the the lead of the family. Sometimes you don't breathe so good. Hmm? You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, so, like I said, uh, 20 years. Uh, then uh, political upheaval, bloody political events took place, which ended in the castle being given to one Captain Jonathan Darby. If that sounds sounds a little bit different, he was an English royalist royalist in 1659. Boo! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, so what did old Darby get up to? A Johnny Boy. Brent, I'm not going to read this. It says Johnny Boy was no bitch. He was. He's an English royalist. He's a he's a bitch. He's a top bitch. <laughs> He's a bottom bitch. I don't know which one's worse. (laughs) (laughs) I know, right? Well, uh, thanks to South Park and Butters, I know that bottom bitch is your best bitch. So uh, there you go. Thank you very much. So I guess right the first time. Anyways, Jonathan Darby. He wasn't intimidated by the previous owner's awfulness. Mm -hmm. Legend says that Darby hid a small fortune in a secret chamber in the castle, which we all know is just Castle One Hundred and One. I mean that yeah that is uh that's in the contract. It's like when you get a new boat and you want to rename it there's that whole you got to go through these steps to do it. When you get a castle you got to hire the fortune in it otherwise you know yeah. you're going to have flooding issues. You have like a week to do it. It's not like you have to do it the day 1 <laughs> but you know <laughs> I'd get a start I get a head start on it. Get it's like naming horses years. you have to name you know they have to be a composite of the sire and the, mm-hmm. the mayor mm-hmm. anyway. Going back to our <laughs> uh, Scooby-Doo archives, yeah. we all know castles have several secret passages, so, yeah. you know, that's right. it passes the smell test. It right? is true, and I've seen it in many of the uh, uh, the documentaries. <laughs> right, many, <laughs> the, the many documentaries, animated documentaries. Yeah. But here's the thing, for extra fun, he bricked up the servants who stored it there. Ooh. He's well. like, I have a fortune in Amontillado. Will you go uh, put this by that wall in that very narrow little storage closet? <laughs> tink, tink, tink. What are you doing back there, boss? Nothing. <laughs> oh, you know, I'm just short up the foundation. Fuck you, punch. <laughs> Man. So first we were paging R.R. Martin. Now we're, uh, we're paging Mr. Poe, Edgar mm-hmm. Allen, you know? That's, That's why this, this, this castle and all the stories are... Just great. It's yeah. like everybody who runs this castle is just just immediately goes like fictional character psycho, right? Bullshit. I owned it for over 70 years and I am completely normal. Nope. <laughs> just made my point for me. <laughs> Sometime between the years. What were those years? Whatever it was. 1250 and 1470. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, okay, so I guess I guess I'll bring us back down to earth a little bit. Yeah. It's all conjecture, right? Mm-hmm. But an interesting note to mention 
two skeletals were found inside a wall during a later restoration. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. But no treasure. (laughs) Or so they say. That's just big castle keeping us down. That's what they want you to think. (laughs) Big castle. (laughs) Um, (laughs) This is the military industrial complex. (laughs) Good grief. But I'll allow it. I'll allow like it. I, I, I feel like I ran 10 miles in, in one mile. I think we rang it time. out of that one there. <laughs> yeah. uh, I'm still, I still can't even get the metaphor. Anyways, after Johnny Boy, the Darby uh, family retained the castle for many years, adding to it here and there. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. some time goes by. There's a bunch more killings I'm sure we just don't know of. <laughs> and finally, in 1922... Part of the castle was borned by locals protesting taxes during the Irish Civil War. Mm-hmm. And after that, it remained empty for 50 years until a descendant of the O'Bannons, who was an Australian, purchased it in 1972. Now, I want you to say purchased it in 1972 in your best Australian, by the way, of Ireland accent. Australian Ireland Australian Irish accent. Let's see. Um Dingo ate my baby. Um let's see. Uh Dingo ate my baby. Um all right, let's see if we can get them together. Until a descendant of the O'Bannons, an Australian, purchased it in nineteen seventy two. Perfection. Man, that's a bastard child I never knew I loved. I like it. Well, I used to play World of Warcraft, and uh, there's a guy in Quebec that we used to play with. It was, uh, the, you know, we're on like Team Speaker Vent or whatever. He never talked. Well, he was from Japan, and he'd moved to Quebec, and he learned at a young age, but he he still had his his Japanese accent. And then he moved there, and he learned French English, and he spoke. And it was what the craziest accent I've ever heard in my life. It was crazy. And he was very hard to understand. It's funny. My buddy Josh used to be on there. And every time he'd talk, he'd be like, never fucking talk again. <laughs> Do me a favor. Never speak again. Okay. <laughs> That's amazing. I'd yes. love to hear that. Yeah, it was crazy. It's crazy. <laughs> Moving on past then, a musician by the name of Sean Ryan owns it now and has been working on restorations on it for years but i'm sure it's slow going because you think asbestos is bad try dealing with blood in the mortar of your foundation from your enemies who leapt to their death so much paperwork i bet i bet there is (laughs) (laughs) just you know there there's no department to call with help with that but anyway uh yeah bloody past but what about ghosts we come back we're going to highlight some of the reported spook specters and bumping the nighters if that's a term I just coined, I don't know, that are said to roam the halls and grounds of Lep Castle. Are you troubled by strange noises in the middle of the night? Do you experience feelings of dread in your basement or attic? Have you or any of your family ever seen a spook, specter, or ghost? If the answer is yes, then don't wait another minute. Pick up your phone and call the professionals. Go Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters. 
Our courteous and efficient staff is on call 24 hours a day to serve all your supernatural elimination needs. We're ready to believe you. <laughs> Thank you. See, it was a little long, but it's on point. Um, because there's no shortage of ghost claims. And I really mean that documented ghost claims. People mm-hmm. claim to have seen the apparition of Carol, uh, the old Carol priest wandering the bloody chapel. There's been reports of seeing lights coming from the chapel at night when the castle was completely abandoned. There are stories of appearances of an unknown tall woman in a flowing red gown. Some cases seen holding a dagger. Now, spoiler mm. alert, dare, dare you say, David, uh, or care to wager what they call the uh, red lady? The red lady? Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> he might be. He might just be drunk with power at this point. No, I'm just drunk. <laughs> Noted. Uh, uh, moving on. Uh, one theory is that uh, she's a woman captured by the Carol men and raped, whose baby was killed, which caused her to take her own life with a dagger. That seems uh, like, yeah, fuck those people. Just disgusting all around. Let's turn to the official website of the castle. For some firsthand experience uh, from a former guest. What do they have to say? Uh, th- this is an Irish person? Uh, it, we don't know. It could have just been a, a guest, but uh, so you can choose. It's an Irish person. <laughs> <laughs> On the 31st of October, I went to my bedroom around 11 p.m. During the night, the time was 12.45 a.m. As I subsequently saw by my watch, I felt that I was awakened by somebody in the room. It was pitch dark and... At first, I could see nothing. I was wide awake with an extraordinary cold feeling at my heart that rapidly increased in intensity. Almost immediately, I felt, as much as saw, that there was a tall figure in the middle of the room. My first impression was that the owner himself was there, as no other member of the household would correspond to the height. What is it? I asked. There was no answer, but I could see dimly at first, and with increasing distinctness, that the tall figure was clothed from head to foot in red, and with its right hand raised menacingly in the air. <laughs> to my utter astonishment, I could see that the light which illuminated the figure was within, <laughs> having very much the effect of the dark lantern used in a photographer's room. Everybody knows about that, right? You've all done photography classes at school and stuff. <laughs> As the figure advanced towards me, the light increased and I could see distinctly that the form was of a very tall woman holding some sort of a weapon a knife or dagger in her hand what is it? I asked again adding who is it? and did hurriedly struck a match and lit my candle as the flame of the match and candle illuminated the room I looked all around the room was empty my only issue with these types of encounters are they happen when people are asleep then they awake Mm. I, I just hate to say it, but the mind and dreams can seem really real, but it also could be real. So there's that. And what the fuck do I know in the first place? So how <laughs> mm-hmm. dare you put that in your pipe and smoke it. Uh, <laughs> much of the paranormal activity is connected to the last Darby to live there in particular, Mildred Darby, which These is one of, yeah, mm, just delicious. A spiritualist. They never do anything wrong. Who married into the family in 1889. I think if you were alive in 1889, you were automatically called a spiritualist, but she did some things. <laughs> she, especially if you owned a castle. <laughs> anyway. Oh, for sure. She reported a number of sightings herself, including activity in the section called the priest's house. What'd she say? 
there is something heavy that lies on people's beds and snores, and they feel the weight of a great body pressing against them in a room in the priest's house. A burly man in rough clothes, like a peasant. He always pushes a heavy barrel up the back stairs of the wing, near the servants' bedrooms, and when just at the top, the barrel rolls down and all disappears. A monk with a tonsure and cowl walks in at one window and out another in the priest's house. Well, she also described an experience in a place called the Murder Hole Room. <laughs> That is a fucking name for, hey, what do you want to name this? Murder hole, please. Oh, my God. (laughs) In the room where we were photographing pornography. (laughs) (laughs) We call it the smell room, the smelly room. Uh, Anyway. She says, I put my hand out of bed, snapping my fingers to call my terrier. My hand was suddenly in the grasp of another hand, a soft, cool hand, at temperature perceptibly below my own flesh. He looked me in the eyes and said, What are we? (laughs) (laughs) Hear me. (laughs) To say I was astonished would but mildly convey my feelings. (laughs) After a few seconds of steady pressure, the other hand let go. Almost simultaneously, I heard a heavy sliding fall, like the collapse of a large body at the foot of the bed. Then, in the absolute stillness of the room, there sounded a deep human groan, and some half-articulated words, or, to be accurate, prayers. Wow, that's kind of a weird spot-on experience, but yeah. (laughs) I mean, yeah. (laughs) Murder hole, uh, shooting the por- porn in there. It all, With my all prayers. So far. Yeah, the old Does she, is this still hole. her? Does she keep going here? Yep. People have complained before, in fact. We don't generally put anyone there now. God, I'm really starting to slide into Maggie Smith here, I think. <laughs> Sorry. The room is called it. the Muckle or Murder <laughs> Hole Room, and the story goes... <laughs> Just decided to embrace it. Yep. The story goes that the stain on the floor is the blood of a man stabbed there by his brother. Mm, That sounds Two O'Carrolls quarreled over the ownership of the castle. The room had been disused for 50 years or more when we did it up. The stain has been planed off the boards in Spain several times, but it always comes again, creeps up from below in a few hours. That is, that's crazy. Mr. Potter. That sounds just like the the killing, like that was like the chapel room or something like that, but yeah, who knows. How, I mean, that that one's quickly become our trope too, right? Like, isn't that a Myrtle's Plantation thing, the blood on the stairs and... I, I uh, keep the list acts murder house maybe coming back and it keeps coming back. Uh, not to be outdone by that, her most famous addition to the leap le- or lep legend is the elemental. Oh yeah, she uh, created swamp thing. Fucking right. It might not be true, but it is green. <laughs> uh, well, not really. It's great, but we're gonna find that <laughs> anyway. <laughs> uh, Mildred is thought to have somehow caused the elemental to make itself known or be realized in her occult dabbling as they put it online occult dab do you uh, embrace the the occult 
I dabble in it. I dabble. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so what does she have to say about her messing with shit oh my God. we don't mess with? She keeps with. going, yeah. yeah. Suddenly two hands were laid on my shoulders. I turned around sharply and saw, as clearly as I see you now, a gray thing. Yeah, that's standing, not Swamp Thing, a gray yeah, thing. A gray thing standing a couple of feet in front of me with its bent arms raised as if it were cursing me. I cannot describe in words how utterly awful the thing was. Its very indefinableness rendering the horrible shadow more gruesome. Human in shape, a little shorter than I am, which is like 3-5 at this point. (laughs) I could just make out the shape of big black holes like great eyes and sharp features. But the whole figurehead, face, hands, and all was grey. Unclean, bluish grey. Something of the colour and appearance of common cotton wool. Common but, cotton wool. Oh, so sinister, <laughs> repulsive, and devilish. Cotton? Oh. <laughs> My friends who are clever about the occult say it is what they call an elemental. The thing was about the size of a sheep, thin, gaunt, and shadowy in parts. Sounds like what I see in the bathroom every day. (laughs) Its face was human, or to be more accurate, inhuman in its vileness, with large holes of blackness for eyes, loose, slobbery lips, and a thick saliva dripping jaw sloping back suddenly into its neck. Nose, it had none, only (laughs) spreading cancerous cavities, the whole face being a uniform tint of grey. This, too, was the colour of a dark, coarse hair covering its head and its neck and body. Its forearms were thickly coated with the same hair. So were its paws, large, loose, and hand-shaped. And it sat on its hind legs. One hand or paw was raised, and a claw-like finger was extended, ready to scratch the paint. Ah! Its lustreless eyes, which seemed half-decomposed and looked incredibly foul, stared into mine, and the horrible smell which had before offended my nostrils, only a hundred times intensified, (laughs) came up to my face, filling me with a deadly nausea. I noticed the lower half of the creature was indefinite, and seemed semi-transparent, at least. I could see the framework of the door that led into the gallery through its body. Little did she know, just one of her servants didn't have anyone to watch, so they brought their kid to work that day. (laughs) It just, like, crawled around in her room. Oh, (laughs) that's what children look like. Go, no! (laughs) I've never seen a child before. The smell. So is this what the nannies put up with? Oh. <laughs> and, and please don't talk to me of destroying the decor in here. Oh, <laughs> I might just faint on the toilet. <laughs> well, you see, ma'am, it was it was just a child, an elemental, you say, <laughs> <laughs> wild and untamed. Oh. <laughs> 
Oh, that that, that feels right. In great need of a haircut. I'm not familiar with what exactly an elemental is. Are you before this story? I mean, look, man, if we go from like D&D rules, which is the only rules to follow when you're talking about things like this, you're going to get something that is like water-based or fire-based or earth-based this this thing's like void based. It sounds like like it, it, uh, yeah, I would right. never call this talk- an elemental. Right? She's talking about how it was like just like these cancerous holes. Um, I yeah, like I, I it would have to be earth based because it's not you know because of the smell and the the dirt and the gray color. But yeah, it doesn't match anything like what yeah. I would think of. The closest thing would be, I guess, an air elemental because it's not as corporeal as the others, but. Well, all, true, and all you could D&D see based it. into what's that? Well, true, and you, she said she could see through it. I didn't think about and that. She could see through it. So, but all all D and D based elementals are physical in some regard because they can uh, uck your shit up pretty easily. <laughs> you know, <laughs> except for the the air ones are are obviously it's made of air or like whirlwinds or something. Yeah. So, but but there's not any of that going on. This is more. Boy, what would this be in D and D world? This would this would be like a a ghost or phantasm. Like yeah. it's it's a spectral thing. Not you, you need you need a, a plus one weapon at least to <laughs> harm it. Silver <laughs> might maybe, but anyway, <laughs> that's what that's why I base all my paranormal knowledge on is a, is a hefty hefty uh, foundation of of D and D monsters <laughs> manual. <laughs> Get me the bod. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so Elemental. Are there other theories about what's going on? No, that's it. Sorry. Nope. That's it. Good night. Now, of course, there's a ton of theories about what's going on. (laughs) Remember how there is no definitive time or builder? Well, that was part of it. Uh, Unless you don't uh, pay attention to Seabot. Some say the Druids placed it there long ago to guard the site. uh, Because Hmm. it's one of those places like where you might find an elemental or a ley line. Yeah. Well, right, there you go. A dolmen. Mm, or I, go ahead. No, I'm sorry. I keep cutting you off. Oh no. I, I, I actually ran out of them. <laughs> uh, or that it's the spirit of an O'Carroll who died of leprosy. Oh, now we've got oh. leprosy. Okay. Uh, my parts are falling off. Uh, or it's the manifestation of those that were murdered there, pretty much meaning mm. uh, it's anything and everything that's happened there could it be. Yes. It's the it's the ethereal tarry spirit of the hatred that manifested from all that. Yeah. It's yeah, like it's like a, a weird poltergeist type thing of it's the residual energy of all the <laughs> nasty yeah. that's happened, not even poltergeist. In uh back in nineteen twenty two though, the workmen discovered they discovered an obliate, a small dungeon which used to be accessed uh through a trap door in the floor. Now it was covered up, but in it they found human bones. Three mm. carts worth, as a matter of fact. Uh <laughs> how big were the carts there, uh, Brent? You know, this thing was so huge, it was, you know, Bigger than a Walmart. That is a lot. Three Walmarts. That's a lot of bones. <laughs> which most most Walmarts in North America don't have more than three skeletons in them. I don't really? know if you know that or not. Yeah. It no. seems low. They've they've really <laughs> up there. Yeah, it does. Doesn't it seem like the average Walmart should have more dead bodies in it than that? <laughs> 
<laughs> That's just one of those They're things. in those little ponds that they have next to them. Right. I can't back that up with facts. It just feels right. But why would you? <laughs> uh, it could have been, they said that the, the rival clan's bodies were dumped there from that dinner massacre. Could also have been mm. a cruel torture device from mm. some of the, the, the weird, gross owners throughout history. Uh, it also said there was a spike in there, so... Um, so it's like a Mr. Burns type thing. Yeah. Like just hit it and you know, they fall through the floor and if they're still alive, release the hounds. Anyway, you slice it. Weird stuff is reported on the regular. And a lot of it is from screams and phantom girls falling from the tower chanting. They say there's tobacco smell. That's the more, you know, there's not stuff crawling on the floor, holding my hand and wanting to date me type stuff. <laughs> it has quite the reputation for its hauntings in a land full of creepy castles. That's what's important. There's no, you know, shortage of creepy places. And this one stands out. And a lot of people say this is the creme de la creme. This is the one that's uh, the, the, the Mac daddy of them all. You kind of, <laughs> you touched on this. Do you think, can a place hold on to its past like that? Like residual stuff come, come back to, to quote unquote haunt us? Uh, maybe <laughs> I said, I, it. <laughs> I, I want to know. I, I don't know, but, um, if, uh, if, if we could figure out how to measure it, uh, physically, you know, um, with the empirical, uh, observations, yeah, right. <laughs> maybe we could figure out how to replay scenes of the past because, you know, time is happening all at once. So. I, yeah. the, the weirder thing is, I guess, for smells and stuff and sounds to come through. But at the same time, if you're seeing something physical, then then why not hear something physical? Because, yeah. you know, sound is air molecules moving and mm-hmm. smell is molecules moving <laughs> into mm-hmm. your nostrils. They're smell molecules. Thank you. <laughs> Smellicules. So, uh, you know. It stands to reason if if there's a spot that somehow time is uh, a wibbly wobbly, why not? I like that. If time is wibbly wobbly, why not? You heard it here first, folks. <laughs> <laughs> so that's our thoughts. Uh, what do you guys think? Have you guys heard of it before? Do you know of a more haunted castle with more weird elementals and bloody George R. R. Martin, Martin slash? Edgar Allan Poe type stories that happened in there. <laughs> if you do tell us, just go to Facebook, search hysteria nation. That's our discussion group. You can tell us on there. Also, if you're on Facebook, facebook.com slash hysteria 51 pod, that's our regular page. You can find episodes and all sorts of goodies on there. Tweet to us at hysteria 51 pod. You can let us know all sorts of things. As long as it's under, what is it? 280 characters or <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> however it's up to right now. We'd love to hear from you and love to follow. So please uh, find us on there. Patreon, patreon.com slash hysteria 51. You can find extra episodes up all nights, blurry hysterias, mad blurry hysterias. We do our blurry series every week. They go on there for free uh, without ads before you can hear them in the regular show. So make sure to check that out. Also voicemail 773-669-7277-773-669-7277 or go to hysteria51.com. You can find all these links and on the bottom right of the pages, there is a microphone. You can click it. You can leave us a voicemail right from there. How (laughs) simple 
What you got going on? Anything at all? Uh, Blurry Photos is in the middle of the Miscrypted contest, uh, the contest of champions. So come check that out and vote for who you like um, in the uh, past winners as they go up against each other. This week is the evening gown competition. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm looking forward to the the nasty-ass swimsuit portion. (laughs) (laughs) I'm a skunk ape. I'm also an elemental. uh yeah so yeah seriously guys if you guys know of of an interesting castle that has stories like this let us know because we'd love to dip our toe into these weird buildings and structures and stuff like that so with that said i'm in brent i've been david he's been conspiracy bot stay woke meat sex it was terrible it was just terrible i'll never get over it as long as i live That's it for another edition of Hysteria 51. We'll be back next week with yet more of the unexplained, the unexplored, and the unheard of. Oh, if it's unheard of, how will they know about it? Anyway, if you want to suggest a topic, give us your thoughts, or just make fun of Conspiracy Bot, that's my favourite. Join us in our Facebook discussion group, Hysteria Nation. Just log on to Facebook and search Hysteria Nation, or you can always tweet us at Hysteria51Pod. You've been listening to a fourth-hand joint.